Welcome back to my podcast, Bethany Says, Beauty, Style, and You. In my previous podcast, episode 24, I shared ways to simplify your wardrobe to match the simpler life we've been thrust into the last several months. Simple in terms of fewer engagements outside the home, certainly not simple in terms of navigating this new normal. I discussed the three basic categories for each wardrobe item and how to create a wardrobe capsule. In this episode 25, I want to share my best tips for shopping smarter and how to maintain your wardrobe so you get the most out of it. Let's dive in. Last week, I wrote the Ten Commandments for my business. This idea came from a stylist friend whose business coach had her write her list several years ago. This past year, I've been focused on bringing more structure and organization to my business, so this exercise was timely and highly helpful. It was great seeing that list and having it having it handy to read through it, how I'm going to operate my business and what's important to me. That's a great guide as I move forward. This week, as I was thinking about what I'd share with you on my August podcast, I came across something I'd written a while back. It's uh, funny enough, the 10 commandments of shopping and wardrobe management. I actually kind of forgot I'd written it. So talk about timely It was kind of like a little gift laid at my feet. So uh, I'd like to work through that list with you and explain to you why I have each item on the list. Number one, know what you own. So this one basically relates to last month's podcast about simplifying the wardrobe. And in that episode, I shared that the first step in having a simpler wardrobe is actually editing the wardrobe. So in that editing process, you're going to find things and you're going, going to see things, um, obviously everything that you have if you go through everything. So I don't know how many times this has happened to you, but you come across something and you go, oh my gosh, I forgot I had this. Um, it's like a little treasure that's been discovered. And um, actually, I was just putting on a pair of jeans earlier this week that were... Um, I thought a certain style, and when I pulled them on, there were a different jean completely altogether that I'd bought earlier this year, and I'd forgotten about it. So why is it important to know what you own? Well, for the simple reason that you don't double buy. So knowing what you own saves you money. It also means you're going to you know, put your money where you truly need to when it comes to your wardrobe. Number two on the list is spend within your budget. Oh my gosh, the dreaded B word, budget. But it's huge right now, right? As uh, many are in um, different economic situations right now than we were this time last year. So um, there are many people that are still buying, but we're using a lot more thought. And... um, most of us are fully aware of how important it is now to spend within our means and to set aside some savings in the event of a downturn like we're experiencing right now. When we moved to Seattle in early 2015, we purchased a home that was more than twice the amount that we sold our home for in Dallas. (laughs) As you can imagine, I was feeling house poor. 
one of my favorite things to do though is to shop. So, and it's a great way for me to decompress and I was, I was feeling that need to shop. Um, what I did was I started shopping at the Seattle area Goodwill stores. Um, obviously the things are gonna cost less there and I actually did find some cool stuff. So when you think about spending within your budget, you can think about the resale market if that's something that um, that is of interest to you. Um, some people like resale, others don't. But there's oodles of companies out there doing it. You can even do it yourself on Poshmark or even Facebook. So it's much easier to find great brands for less now more than ever before. Number three, spend where it makes sense. Kind of ties back to number one, knowing what you own. Um, when you go through your wardrobe, you're going to be able to identify the repetition in there. Um, sometimes we have to put ourselves on a certain category diet, like, okay, I've got 30 black tops, no more black tops. A few summers ago, I, for some reason, I was buying like everything blue and white striped, and I continued to gravitate towards it. And so finally I said, no more blue and white striped anything. And if I found something, I was just like, no, put it down. You can't get that. So we all gravitate to certain clothing items naturally, but inevitably that's going to lead to too many of that item type. So sometimes you have to stop and say, okay, I can't get any more of this thing. So what that means simply is that you're going to be putting your money where there's more of a need, where your wardrobe is concerned. Number four on the list, buy better than what you already own. Now, this doesn't mean it has to cost more. It just means focusing on quality over quantity and also focusing on whether or not it's a special item or just another thing. Um, when you spot something that you think you may purchase, ask, is this as good or better than what I already have? The idea is to continue our wardrobe forward. You don't want to go backwards. Um, as we age, we deserve better quality, um, better construction. So just be a little more thoughtful in that purchase process. Number five, don't be dazzled by a sale. If you're a sale rack shopper, which I totally am, you have to be careful. It's easy to be dazzled by the big reduction in price without really thinking how you feel about the piece itself or whether you actually need that piece. I say, ask yourself, would I buy this full price? If it weren't on sale, would I be as excited about it? Now, I'm not saying you have to be able to afford that thing full price, but ask yourself that question in order to be sure that it really is something that you want to have and add in your wardrobe. Number six, wait to spend on trends. So um, it is easy to get sucked into what's hot for the season if you're into fashion. But it's wise to wait and see if that trend sticks around for a while. So this fall, it's whatever trend. If you see it next fall and the next fall, if you're that um, patient in the process, then, then you'll be able to see, okay, this is a trend that's going to start becoming a, a wardrobe staple and I can safely spend on it. Um, 
I'm a little bit of a late adopter of trends myself, and that's just how I how I am. I'm just a little more cautious. So just remember that some trends stick around, others don't. If you want to be an early adopter of trends or are, um, then my advice would be to spend a little bit less on the piece um, before you go and plunk down a lot for something that maybe you can only use a little bit of time. Um, this leads us to number seven, reuse and rewear. So the aim with each piece in your wardrobe is to be economical. So stretch that dollar by driving the cost per wear down. And this is what I mean by, by that. Um, let's take a black leather jacket, for example. Those can be kind of expensive. I mean, it's not hard to find one that's just you know, something like $500. That's a lot of money. Um, it might seem like it's not worth it, but let's say it's a classic looking black leather jacket, nice quality. You have the money in your budget for it. Um, so you could conceivably wear that black leather jacket for, you know, five years if you take good care of it or maybe longer. And since it's a jacket and not something like a sweater or a blouse, you probably are going to be throwing it on over a lot of outfits, so you're going to be wearing it more. So let's say you wear it 25 times each year. Well, if you keep it for five years, 25 times 5 is 125. So when you think about that $500 investment, divided by 125 wears, that's $4 per wear. So in, when you're going to invest in your wardrobe, just think about if you're going to enjoy wearing it many times, and then it could make sense to you. Number eight, sell or give away what you're not wearing. Um, many of us have a lot invested in our wardrobes, and some pieces we just don't wear anymore for various reasons. You could sell those pieces, and uh, there's a variety of ways to do that yourself. There's consignment stores that'll take it and sell it for you, and you get a piece of it. Um, or you could just take the tax write-off, give it to a charity, or maybe there's a friend whose style is like yours, and y'all are similar sizes. See if maybe she wants it. Really, overall, there's a lot of need out there for things that we have that we're not wearing. So use that mindset next time. If you're really having a hard time letting go of a piece, just think somebody else could be using it and could really be loving it. Number nine, organize your wardrobe like a boutique. Um, you know that feeling when you walk into a nice store and you see everything beautifully arranged? There's kind of a wow factor there and obviously they're trying to entice you to shop around and to buy something, you can recreate the boutique feeling in your own closet. I've actually created a couple of videos that are on my Facebook page at Bethany Siggins and Instagram at Bethany Siggins where I share my um, favorite organization pieces for the closet and I also show you how I organize my wardrobe. So I've created this experience for myself and you can do the same. When your wardrobe is organized, then it's easier to shop your own closet before you go and buy something you 
may not need. Number 10, this is the last one and certainly not the least one. And if you followed me for any amount of time, you've probably already heard me say this or write it in a post. One item in, one item out. So when you buy an item, find something in your wardrobe to donate. It doesn't have to be the same thing. If I buy this t-shirt, I have to find another t-shirt. It can be I'm buying a t-shirt and I don't need this pair of shoes anymore. Um, simple math says if you buy and you add to your wardrobe, but you never edit and remove pieces, you're going to end up with an overstuffed closet. It's important to keep your wardrobe tidy and organized and manageable. The reason is because a cluttered space is overstimulating, it's distracting, and it starts to heighten your confusion and your anxiety. You've heard that. Uh, so many things in my closet, nothing to wear. That's part of the reason that you've got too many things in there and you don't even know where to start. So um, when you um, edit your wardrobe and you keep your wardrobe manageable once you've edited it, then it restores a sense of control, which we're all craving right now. You're able to create interesting outfits because you can see what you have and you can relax knowing that you have what you need. So that's it. That's my 10. Um, real quickly, know what you own, spend within your budget, spend where it makes sense, buy better than what you own, be, don't be dazzled by that sale, Wait to spend on trends, reuse and re-wear as often as you can, sell or give away what you're not wearing, organize your wardrobe like a boutique, one item in, one item out. So make a list for yourself. Maybe it's this list exactly, or maybe it's slightly different, but when you have something to guide you, it will keep you on track. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you love this podcast, would you review me? This way others can find it and it lets people know what's great about this podcast. You can always connect to my podcast through my website at bethanysiggins.com. That's where you can find links to my social media if you want to check out those videos that I mentioned. I also um, most recently wrote on my blog about wardrobe editing. So thank you again, and I'll speak to you again next month.